When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Wow, that was a big day. There was a surprise. Hey, welcome to the uh, bonus Talking Real Money Daily podcast. I'm Don McDonald. Yeah, we have the regular one, which is the Saturday show that I've just edited and put up. But uh, this one is just a short version. I'm trying to do some kind of a daily update as long as we're in this abnormally normal market. Why do I call it abnormally normal? Because it's supposed to do things like this. It's supposed to go down at times. Now, maybe not this dramatically. It is unusually dramatic, but it is also unusual to have a uh, wacky virus like this that's spreading like wildfire around the planet. And it is still spreading like wildfire around the planet. I mean, as, as of my last check, they, and we're really doing a terrible job of testing in the United States, but 52,000 of us have it. And more probably coming. Sure would be nice if I, I just heard that Great Britain ordered an antibody test so you can see if you've been exposed and already had the disease. Because some of us may not even know we had it. I think I might have had it. I do. Because within a week after I got back from retire meet in Seattle, I was laid low with aches and pains and just malaise. But I never really got the cough. And I don't know if I had a fever because I didn't check. But it'd sure be nice to know if we had the antibody, wouldn't it? But there's something wrong there's something wrong in America right now. I'm not sure I could put my finger on it, but we can't get people tested. I don't I don't understand it. But but at least the markets behaved a lot better today. A lot better. Not just here, but around the planet. It was a very good day for stock prices. The last 24 hours were great in Europe, in Asia, in the US. But it's important that you keep this in perspective. This doesn't mean that we're done. Or it might, because I don't know. And I'm one of the few people out there who will tell you, I don't know. I can't know. The future is unknowable. It's even not that reasonably guessable. We can guess. And if I was to guess, I would say, well, it's more likely than not that the market's going up from here. But it could go down. That's all you're going to get out of me. That's why it's so important to have a disciplined approach to investing. It is critical. And it is also critical to rebalance your portfolio. And you have to do it in a disciplined manner, which means you have to have a schedule of rebalancing along with some sort of a trigger. And that trigger could be 5%. It could be 10%. You have to have a trigger where you're going to rebalance and you're going to do it absolutely, no doubt about it, every single time. Otherwise, you're going to become a market timer. 
It's just part of our psyche. So you must do those things that you need to do. And if you don't have an advisor who's telling you to rebalance right about now or telling you you should be shortly, then you probably don't have the best advisor. If you have an advisor who's saying, sell this, buy this, sell this, buy this, uh, they're just a stockbroker. They're just a money mover. And as a matter of fact, we just got a question on that. And, you know, I'm just going to do that question because it's not a coronavirus question, which kind of makes it more fun. Plus, it's such a good example of how bad so much of the industry is. So it starts out, hi, Tom and Don. How about a question unrelated to a virus? Backstory. For a few years, I've encouraged an older family member to leave his high-fee investment firm, same initials as Marshawn Lynch, and move to Vanguard. They did have his IRA in a 50-50 portfolio and met with him in their skyscraper every six months or so, but never provided a comprehensive financial planning service. Last year, I analyzed their fee structure, which wasn't easy because there was no mention of it in the total fees expenses on their website. The fees plus the advisor fee added up to 2.25%. This is now me. Whoa, that's outrageous. You have to make 2.25% before you can even break even. And in this environment, that's really hard to do without taking risk and then suffering like you do now. I'll get back to the note now. Finally, he decided to make the move and started the IRA rollover to Vanguard right before this recent market drop. Once the dozens of mutual funds, ETFs, and single stocks were moved over, I could easily see what his allocations were in their portfolio analyzer tool, and that is when I found the junk bonds. So many of them. I think it was about 35% of his bonds. So about 25% of his total IRA. So I moved quickly and dumped those and bought the total bond index just in time before the junk bonds hedge funds tanked. Over the weekend, I ran a portfolio analyzer of his previous holdings at ML versus his Vanguard, and he saved 30 k so far. Oh my gosh. This is just an example of how bad the advice is. You shouldn't be in junk bonds, period. There's, they don't do anything. They, they, don't, they don't reward the high risk that you have to take. It may seem like they do during a good market, but that's only an illusion. Continuing, my questions. If I sell all of the individual stocks immediately, but the total stock index, isn't that a sideways move regardless of gains or losses? They picked a few winners, maybe about 25%. The rest are way down. Yes, it's a sideways move. You get to take some gains and some losses, and the losses will help offset the gains. Then you can carry forward some of those losses. But you want to be in a broad market index anyway. And so you just make the, the, the change because what he has now is worse what he or she has, yeah, he, what he has now is worse than what he will have. Absolutely. At least in terms of diversification. 
and certainly in terms of cost. So, yeah, just make the sideways move. And why would a supposed fiduciary at his previous firm purchase, quote, exotic, quote, non-traditional bond hedge funds for an 80-plus-year-old retiree? I ran them through the FINRA fund analyzer, and they all performed pretty poorly compared to their Vanguard equivalent, and the fees were 20 times higher. Thank you, as always. (laughs) I wish I had an answer for you. I mean, this is the problem with our industry. There's way too much money being made by skimming off your money. Do you notice how many people in the financial services industry are filthy rich, disgustingly, massively rich, and not from their hard work? They're typically not working 14, 15, 16 hours a day. This is not difficult. They're not even working really smart. They're just pulling the wool over your eyes. They're very effective wool pullers. These higher fees are not justified. They don't do anything for them. They do nothing for them. As a matter of fact, the first sign that I that I would look for in a bad advisor is how expensive is his car or her car? How, how expensive is their, his house or her house? Ask them. And, and how fancy is their office? Because a good advisory firm, one that cared about you, would have a decent place to do business but not a palace. Oy. Do you see why I get so upset with these people? I mean, really, do you see why I get so upset with them? Do you see why I keep saying over and over and over again, you need to get away from 99% of the money managers in America. The financial advice industry in this country is worse than what the market's doing to you because they do it to you every single day of every week of every month of every year. They're constantly draining you dry. A good fee-only investment advisor should charge no more than 1% per year. The total fees and expenses should be no more than about 1.5% per year, and that's on the high side, not 2.25. They should never own complex, non-traditional alternative, wacky, expensive investments. They shouldn't. There's no purpose for those. There's no reason. There's no good argument for these products. So, hey, thanks for the question. And thank you all for hanging in. Thank you so much for listening. And so I think I, I think now is a good time to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening. Tell a friend or two or a thousand. And again, I'm exaggerating. And um, Subscribe to the podcast and send your questions in to TalkingRealMoney.com or give us a call 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 855-935-8255 and leave your questions on the little answering machine thing. And uh, hang in there. This too shall pass. I'm Don McDonald. Talking Real Money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar,
Similar Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?